Adventures of Ellery Queen. Ellery Queen invites you to match wits with him as he relates another story of a crime he alone unravels. Before revealing the solution, he stops the play, gives you a chance to solve the mystery. Our guest tonight, who will represent you home, armchair detectives, is the talented Hollywood character actor, Mr. Charles Latour. And now, here's Ellery Queen, Master Detective. Thank you, Ernest Chappell, and good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Tonight, we'd like to tell you about a murder that occurred right under our very noses while we calmly enjoyed a ball game. I call it The Adventure of the Foul Tip. Uh, this way, sir. Irene just finished a dance number with her partner. Uh, there he is now. Uh, Reno. I come right away. That fancy Dan with bare grease on his hair. That's my wife's dancing partner? Uh, yes, Mr. Uh, um, Marino, Mr. Chicken. Excuse me, Mr. The uh, uh, Hollywood Chicken. Enchanté. Me too. Where's my wife, Mr. Marino? Uh, we have just finished the dance. Oh, that Irene. She's not a woman. She's a spirit. It is like dancing with a perfume breeze. Uh, well, where will I find my wife, Mr. Marino? Oh, uh, in her dressing room. Here, right through this door, Mr. Ames. Uh, Mr. Ames, you must see us dance together. It will enchant you. Yeah, because... thank you. Some other time, fella. Uh, but I go in with you. Uh, you shall see us dance. Make uh, tracks, Mr. Marino. Eh? Uh, you send me away? Yeah, I do. Uh, lover of horses. Imbecile, amante di cavallo. Yeah, Go on, Bernie boy. So what does he say? So Bernie says, if I didn't know you were Irene's press agent, I'd have swallowed this publicity on hook, line, and sinker. <laughs> Just the same. He's running it with a two-column head in tomorrow's paper. No. How's that, honey? <laughs> remind me to give you a kiss, Bernie. You remind me to collect it. <coughs> oh. Well, the great chick Ames. Well, how are you, chick? How are you? Uh, even Mr. Bernie. Well, Irene, here's your old chick in person. You took your sweet time. And what do you mean sneaking in on me this way? Well, I didn't sneak in, honey. I just opened the door. Oh, yeah? Chicken snoops again. Well, I guess I'll be moseying on out the bar and get a few drinks, friend. Far be it from a press agent, a horny on husband and wife. No, Bernie, stick around. Okay. Looking mighty pretty, Irene. Thought I'd get to see more of you on this vacation of mine from pictures. Oh, slice that baloney someplace else. You know why I sent for you, chick. You're going to say yes or aren't you? Now, honey, if you're aiming to start up that divorce talk again... Aiming to start up again? I didn't finish the last time, you lop-eared horses collar. But, Irene, girl, you know I got a five-year movie contract. Says I can't get into no scandal. The kids of America would be disappointed in their old chick Ames. Divorce is no scandal. Not what a girl pitched to a stable opera in a ten-gallon hat. Oh, now, honey, I'm real sorry you can't get to see more of me. Oh. You haven't got that society fellow, Mr. Vincent, to open this New York nightclub for you. You could go right back on west with me. Riding into the sunset on your saddle horn, I suppose. No, thank you. Do I get my divorce or don't I, you great, big, beautiful movie star, you? Hey, Irene, take it easy. Mr. Bernie, you stay off my range. 
Okay, okay. Irene, why do you want a divorce? A powerful bad? Because I'm in love with a man, that's why. Well, I'm a man. Huh? Who? <laughs> None of your rootin' tootin' business. Kind of heard rumors about that, Irene. Supposed to be a man mighty close to you, ain't he? Don't give it no mind, but now, who is it? Oh, stop that phony cowboy hero stuff. I know you from way back, Chickamauga Ames. Tied for life to a, to a saddle. I want a divorce. Yeah, well, you ain't getting it. Hey, now, look, Chick, how about you sort of ambling off somewhere and cooling down, huh? And Irene, Are now, you look... keep out of this, Bernie. Now, look, you dope. You're going to have the riot squad in here, both of you. Now, about you to... look here, Chick. I oh, Mr. Business. Going... Come on in. Quick, for the love of Mike. What's going on in here, Bernie? Say, but no. Chick, Listen, Mr. Vincent, you got to help me break this up. Irene's ready to open fire. She's going to start breaking. Yes, 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 sure, sure, Bernie. Well, 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 hello, Chick. Well, I'm delighted to see you in New York. Huh? Oh, even Mr. Benson. That's what I get. You see, I come east between pictures to see my own wife. It's no wonder you didn't ride into Grand Central on a pack and you were yodeling home on the range. Irene, now that Chick's in town, I got a terrific plan. We'll get some great publicity. Oh, go You two ought to be seen together, aren't they, Mr. Vincent? I should say they should, Bernie. Now, look, here's the angle. We make up a party. There's a hot ball game at the field tomorrow. Well, all game. sit in one field box. We'll take along Marino, because he's Irene's dance partner. We'll get photographers, reporters. We'll make 12 Sunday stuff. Right, Mr. Vincent? Absolutely, Bernie. Chick, what do you say? I don't know, Mr. Vincent. I'm aggravated. He's aggravated. I'd like to know what he's up to aggravated about. Take Irene aside and talk to her, will you? I'll work on it. Right. Look, Irene, come on over here. I don't want to talk to you. Now, come on. Chick, be a sport. Bernie's right, you know. An afternoon at the ballpark will do you both good. Well, I don't know. I'm aggravated, Mr. Vincent. But think of the fresh air, Chick. An outdoor man like you shouldn't be cooped up in some New York hot box. What you need is air and sun, the wind in your face. Yeah, well... That is a fact, Mr. Vincent. Then you'll do it? Well, Mr. Vincent, I will. Fine. Splendid. Bernie, Chick yeah. says he'll go. Oh, that's great. Great. Then we'll all meet outside the ticket booth at the field tomorrow afternoon before the game. I'll have the publicity all set up, Chick. And uh, Irene's changed her mind, too. Haven't you, Irene, baby? Yeah. I have changed my mind. <laughs> Sorry to be late. Irene, may I kiss your hand? You are exquisite today. Oh, cut it out, Manuel. Bernie, where's Vinny? Vincent will be here. Let us through, Rube. But, Bernie, where are all the photographers, Don't huh? Don't worry, Hanson. You'll get mugged inside. Hit Chicago first in the line. Oh, that's right friendly of you, Mr. Bernie, but I reckon Chick Ames can afford a few baseball tickets. Nothing doing. Let me at that window, Chick. Bernie, it's a wonder you didn't get reserved seats in advance, making me stand on a line. I don't see you fighting to get to the ticket window first, Manuel. When two Bulgarians argue over mere money, my beautiful Manuel Marino looks on with scorn. Yeah. <laughs> oh, there's Vincent inside the gate. Hey, Vinny! Hey, Mr. Vincent! Howdy! Oh, hello, hello there. Hey, here, here, Bernie. Don't buy any tickets. Huh? I'm just bought them. Let these people through the gate, will you, please? Here you are. Tickets for box 13. All right. This way, people. Boy, block a score time from Central City. Yes, sir. I'm ready. Hey, this is a big game. Isn't that Ames? The cowboy movie star. Hey, Mr. Ames, give me your autograph, will you? Make a pretty bow, 
out here in public. Now, now, folks, be nice now. I'm just seeing a ball game. No autographs. Did you hear what Mr. Ames said? No autographs. Now, one side. Come on, Marino, stick a leg. Who wants to get the publicity today? A cowboy or Marino and Irene, huh? Oh, nuts. Mr. Vincent, which box was it again? Box 13, Bernie. All right, here, this way, Irene. Box number 13. Hey, that's an unlucky number. And there, ladies and gentlemen, you have the beginning of our mystery. When the number 13 crops up, something's bound to happen. And before anything else happens, here's a number by Paul Laval and his orchestra. <laughs> field boxes of the jammed ballpark. A typical New York Sunday crowd is watching fielding practice. Box 14. Here you are, Mr. Queen. Thanks, Hutcher. Oh, thank you, Mr. Queen. Nicky, sit here. Dad. Well, it was a good idea to come to the ball game today. And, Sophie, you look younger already. Yes, ma'am. Well, Beanie, you still think that punk team of yours is going to win today? Thanks, say, I'm the sure inspector with Clobber Pension. I've got four bits says they don't score two earned runs off. <laughs> You're on, sucker. Oh, the scoreboard? Well, what's the lineup? Oh, see that two oh, That bomb time factor. You see Max struck that ball to deep center field. Now murder those bush leaguers of yours today. Ah, they all look like Babe Ruth and Frankie. Come on, smile, chick. Oh. Put your arm around him, Irene. Okay. Oh, we should go anyway. Look at those photographers. Ellery, it's the movie star Dick Ames in the next box. That girl Irene, that's his wife. Oh, there's Mr. Vincent. He's a millionaire society man who opened a nightclub for Oh, who cares? Come on, play ball! Sure, play ball! Come on, Ellery, they're the ones we saw outside the ticket booth, remember? I say Irene's been trying to get a divorce from Mr. Kings for a year, but he won't give her one. She's in love. Some people say with Mr. Vincent, though one commonest thing that it might be Bernie or Press Nikki, I'm in love, too, with a ball game this afternoon. 
Uh-uh. Practice is over. Grab it, they're leaving the field. We missed the practice. Oh. <laughs> what is this? A ball game or a personal appearance by that he-man of Hollywood? <laughs> Look at those fans fight to get his autograph. Now, now, one at a time, please. Mr. Ames, do you want an autograph for these people? Well, I'll take just six. I don't think Mrs. Ames enjoys her husband's popularity very much, judging from the expression on her face. Yeah. Honey, they should be seeing a ball game together. She's trying to... Uh, but what do I care? Play ball! Beautiful woman, that Irene. Brother, you ain't exaggerating. All right, now that's all. Mr. Ames said six, so he's given six. Now stand back. Will you everybody Please, back? get away from Mr. Ames. Bart, you... Uh, will you... Sorry. Ellie, well, take a look at that hombre coming toward box 13. A cowboy with a guitar. Mm, he's handsome. Where? Well, <laughs> What's baseball coming to, anyway? Arizona! Here, Irene, huh? I reckon I couldn't forget her, Chick. Howdy, ma'am. Hello, Arizona. Long <laughs> time no see, sir. Come and sit by me, sugar. Oh, oh, thank you, ma'am. I've been traveling around with Chick here. Sort of keeping him cheerful, you know. Me and my guitar. How'd you find my box, Arizona? Just followed the herd, Chick. Knowed you'd be where the autograph mavericks was thick. Ha <laughs> ha, you old fat <laughs> man. Arizona, shake hands with these folks. Irene, that's Arizona Yankee, ain't it? Chick pays Arizona a salary to play the guitar for him when he's feeling low. <laughs> well, he does. <laughs> Oh, I'm feeling powerful off my feet, Arizona. Sing me one of them sad songs, you know. Oh, Reckon it will. Oh, that's my Arizona. Yes, sir. Oh, Mary. Mary, this is humiliating. I'm not going to sit in the middle of the Look, they're going to snap his picture. Now, Irene, this is great stuff for the camp. Oh, now what, Nicky? It's your game, Zellery. You thought I'd be sitting sick or something. Get back in the middle, will you? Take for heaven's sake, what happened? We better have a squint at this, baby. One side, please. Chick Ames signed in box 13 there before this game. 
Five genuine American bucks, gentlemen. Come and get it. Mike, are you gone? Not right now. One at a time. Don't crowd. Let's see it. Yes, there's one. Here's your five. Now, let's see that autograph, please. Mm-hmm. Here's your five dollars. All right, now. There we are. Let me see it. Oh, uh-huh. Hey, listen, Mr. Queen. I'm sorry, but you can't start a riot. Oh, the usher. Stand by, usher. Anybody else? There should be one other autograph. Oh, what are you doing? What are you doing, He's sir? He's buying back six autographs. That's sunstroke, Inspector. Call the wagon. Oh, shut up, Dealey. Son, what's the idea? Dealey says Ames was poisoned by mouth. Hadn't eaten or drunk anything recently. and happened right here in Box 13. So it's obvious Ames must have been poisoned by one of the pencils an autograph hound handed him to write with. Now, one of the pencils? Yes, sir. Ames is notorious for his habit of sucking the point of a pencil. Lord knows it's been publicized enough. He sucked every pencil offered him before he scrawled his name. One of the pencils had a poison tip. Then the killer's one of those five guys who just showed up to sell back the autograph. There, you with a scar case. No, no, Sergeant, no. Let those men alone. If any of the five was guilty, you don't suppose he'd be fool enough to show up to you. There were six. The sixth one stayed away. The missing one's the killer, all right. Usher. Yes, Dr. Queen? What did that sixth palooka look like, remember? Why, yes, sir. It was a kid, a little boy. A what? What a deduction, Mr. Queen. A boy. Uh, that's that. Go on back to the clubhouse if you want to question these people, son. That's not that bad. The secret of Ames' death lies in the hands of that boy. We must find him. Now, Sergeant, here's what I want you to do. Sergeant Dealey and that kid yet, officer. No, sir, Miss Queen. Officer. Yes, sir, Miss Queen. What's the score? Four to skunk. Favor the home team. Boy, did Clopper's hot. May he fry in his own lard. Uh, no sign of Dealey and the boy yet, Dad. Carry on. Miss Ames, how do I know you didn't slip your husband a poison pencil with your own dainty white hands, huh? He stood in your way. You're in love with another man. Chick wouldn't divorce you. I didn't poison him. I didn't. All I know is all of a sudden he fell off his seat in the boat. Who's this man you're in love with? That's none of anybody's business, including the police. Is it Mr. Vincent here? Well, you opened that nightclub for you, Irene. He's your angel, isn't he? No. No, I mean, it's not the Inspector, this is all a high-handed, isn't it? I'll high-hand you later, Vincent. Well, then, Irene, is it this loud-mouthed press agent of yours, Bernie? Hey, now, wait a minute. There's nothing between Irene and me except business. Oh, no, 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 it's not there. Is it Manuel Marino, your dance partner? No. She's lying her head off, Ellery. It's one of the men she sees constantly. It must be. Oh, Dan, here's Sergeant Feely with the boys. Come on, come on. I want to see this man's ball game, too, you know. There's your criminal, maestro, 11 years old. Come here, son. Don't be afraid. What's your name? Who's afraid? My name's Montgomery and no crap. Where's the genuine Chick Ames six shooter the announcer said? And the cowboy suit? And the signed picture of Chick Ames? I gotta get back to my seat. We all do, Montgomery, but first let me have the autograph Chick Ames gave you. Well, I got it right here on my scorecard. But how do I know this ain't the old double cross? Hey, wait! What's the idea of grabbing my pencil? Relax, Montgomery, I never grabbed. Is this the pencil you handed Ames to autograph the scorecard with? Now, Montgomery, be nice, Montgomery. Bad. Now, let's give it a pencil. Very faint. 
enough to establish it. Spencer let Poison Dames, all right. Sonny, where'd you get this? Let me out of here. Oh, now, Montgomery, come on. You answer these gentlemen's questions, and they'll let you go right back to your baseball game. But I don't know nothing, lady. I come down to the game all by myself, and I bought a ticket, and I just got inside the gate. When a man comes over to me and says, listen, kid, you know Chick Ames? So I said, sure, everybody knows Chick Ames from the movies. So he says, well, look, Chick Ames is going to be at the game today in box 13. So you take this scorecard and pencil and get his autograph for me on a kind of I'm kind of bashful. Then the guy says, I'll meet you right here after the game and give you $5 for the autograph. So I got it, that's all. But I'd rather have the chick Ames gun and stuff any day. Give me it and let me go. What'd this man look like, Montgomery? Oh, he was wearing a big coat and a hat pulled down over his face and dark sunglasses or something. Wouldn't you know? Disguise. Montgomery, how about his voice? Think you'd recognize it? Well, he kept a handkerchief over his mouth while he was talking to me. And sometimes his voice was low and sometimes squeaky. Sounded awful funny. He must have been sick. Where's my chick Ames gun and cowboy suit? Uh, Mr. Bernie, take this boy's name and address and see that he gets what I promised him. Sure thing, Mr. Queen. Hey, Arizona, what are you digging me in the ribs for? I guess that's sort of old Arizona's job, Mr. Bernie. Now that old chick's gone west for the last roundup. Come here, boy. Hey, you a real cowboy? I bet you're a phony. Better take my address. My name is Mike. Imagine a little boy is an instrument of a murder. Whoever that man was, he's a monster. Disguise. Face, figure, voice. Killer's gone by now. hundred miles away. And even if he's still in the park, how are you going to pick out one guy in a crowd of 40,000? Uh, just a minute. Officer. Here's Mr. Queen. What's this going now? Harry. Hide up, Mr. Queen. Four, four, and the tank's coming up. Hide up and going tonight. Thanks. I've got to talk fast, but I expect to see the end of this game. Talk fast? What do you mean? Of course, Nicky. Dad, get these people out of here. I'll tell you the name of the person who handed Montgomery that poison pencil to give to Chick Ames. I'll tell you who really murdered Ames. And there, ladies and gentlemen, you have the mystery. Have you figured out an answer to it? Well, suppose you compare your solution with that of our guest for tonight. Nikki, introduce our guest to our home armchair detective. Ladies and gentlemen, our guest tonight is Mr. Charles Latour, the famous Hollywood character actor. Incidentally, Mr. Latour is really an old friend of us on the Ellery Queen program because before he went to Hollywood, he was a member of the cast on many an Ellery Queen mystery. Charlie, it's nice to see you again. How are you? Fine, I Couldn't be better. Oh, that's great. You know, Charlie, it seems every time I see a picture, you're in it. Passage to Marseille, Song of Bernadette. And he's been Harry Ape now, Ah, yes, I keep him busy, all right. Fifty-one pictures in the last 26 months. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> Charlie, I, I hope you haven't forgotten your old training in solving Ellery Queen mysteries. Ah, now, look here, Ellery. You solved the cases. I was the murderer, remember? <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, let's try this one anyway. Charlie, who do you think gave Montgomery the poison pencil? That is... Who really killed Ames? Well, I really think Arizona did it. On the face, it would look like either the press man would do it or the proprietor not to want to lose their featured star. But I think Arizona's a bit jealous of this cowboy star and he wanted to break in pictures and he stoked all this out by himself. And this was his chance and I think he did it. Oh, thank you, Mr. Latour. We'll give you the solution to tonight's mystery in just a minute. And while you're trying to figure out your solution, here are Paul Laval and the orchestra to keep you from concentrating. <laughs>
Here's how it works out. The killer of Ames, that is, the one in disguise who handed Montgomery the poison tint pencil, told the kid that Chick Ames would be at the ball game and that Ames would be sitting in box 13. Question. How did the killer know that Ames was going to be at the game? Which means it was all planned before Ames got there. How did the killer know that Ames was going to sit in box 13? That is clear. It means the murderer knew where the party would be sitting before they got to the park. Well, well, who knew? Hurry. Ames and Bernie had a friendly argument in front of the ticket windows as to who'd buy the tickets. That means Bernie didn't know in advance where they'd be sitting. Sure. And Irene even cracked to Bernie that it was a wonder he hadn't got reserved seats in advance. That shows none of them know. And yet, one of them did know, Sergeant. The one who gave Montgomery the pencil before the Ames party got to the park. The one who was inside the gate with the already purchased tickets when the others arrived. The only person in that park, or in the world, who knew in advance in which box Ames would be sitting. Vincent. Vincent, to open that nightclub, Irene. Yes. It was Vincent who arrived early in disguise, bought the tickets for box 13, accosted Montgomery, gave him the poison pencil and scorecard, instructed the boy where he'd find Ames sitting later, then simply discarded the disguise and waited for the rest of the party to show up. Motive, to free Irene so he could marry her. Now, gangway. Ellery! Where are you running, son? To see the end of the ball game. Hi! Marshal! Wait for the cops! And there, ladies and gentlemen, you have the solution. We wish to thank Mr. Latour for being our guest armchair detective this evening. And thank you, Ellery Queen, for solving the mystery. And now, while Paul DeVal and the orchestra are hanging around with some unplayed notes staring them in the face, let's listen to some more music.
This is the Armed Forces Radio Service.